welcome to Grills and Hills with your hosts, Tracy Lynn and Rebecca Scott. Each week we talk about topics that span a variety of issues that we feel are important. This podcast is for adults only. You should be at least 18 years old to follow us on this journey. So kiddos, stop listening. Go grab your parents. This podcast is for them. Hi, this is Rebecca Scott. And I'm Tracy Lynn. Welcome to Grills and Hills. This is a place we talk about raw, edgy, and straight up real topics. So this week we're going to cover uh, a couple of things. Um, and we'll just get right into it and talk about what's been going on, I guess, lately in our lives since I've been the lame one who hasn't put out any new episodes. <laughs> I just feel like, let me just say this. This has been a year journey. We're almost at our one year podcasting um, situation. And crazy thing is, I talk a lot of shit, but he does all the tech stuff. So, I don't judge her when she's too busy in her goddamn bubble. Let's be honest, people. She's been in that fucking bubble. But you know what you're referring to? Are you that, referring to that new man? That new dick? That new dick? That new dick bubble. Because the new man bubble, a little close, but new dick bubble really turn, pushes you over the limit of, bitch, I can't get through that one hour episode. I gotta get this dick. So... <laughs> I'm not judging her because I've been in the new dick bubble and so there ain't no judgment over here. Yes, it is. There is no judgment. You feel like I judge you? Yes. No. Nigga, you feel judged just because you feel judged internally. I'm telling you, ain't no judgment. She know I would never judge her. But that's why we haven't put out new episodes. But I know she gonna do it. That is not why we haven't put out new episodes. We both I started a new job, remember? I be tired as hell when I get home. Don't play. Don't play. I mean, We've been on break a week. Tell them lies to people who don't know your schedule. Okay, first of all. You been in a dick bubble for a week. A whole dick bubble. <laughs> so tell that shit to somebody who don't know your motherfucking schedule. <laughs> and I can't do shit. Uh, because I don't know nothing about recording nothing. I talk shit that I drink wine. That's, that's, that's the extent of all the shit that I do. Okay, so if we got no new episodes, it's because she's in the dick bubble. So we're going to see how long it's going to take her to crawl about that goddamn dick bubble and get some more episodes out there for the people. I'm just, I, are we not being real? Are we not going in the decade in the real space? Okay, cool. My bad. I, I've overspoke. I've done too much. I hate you. And I'm only a half a glass of wine in here. What the hell? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Oh. Let's see what she going to say. How are you going to come back? I'm not say anything. You know what? I have not been in the dick bubble. Lies. Go ahead. <laughs> I've just been preoccupied with dick. So maybe not a bubble, but you can preoccupied with dick. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She cultivating a relationship with dick. Because we have a great relationship and we've never had sex. And we always get shit done when we're together. So clearly it's not a relationship situation. Dick situation. Oh, sorry. Okay, I said too much. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. She's judging me. There's a judgy look. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> okay. This episode. We can discuss New Dick Bubble if you want to discuss New Dick I Bubble. I think we should. But before we get on New Dick Bubble, I think we should come back to New Dick Bubble. Okay. Because there's some shit that's been on my heart, right? Okay. So the first thing I think we should talk about is all of these motherfuckers. And we can't, you know, we talk a lot from the female perspective. So I guess this will kind of be from the female perspective. we can't talk about. Yeah, because I, cause I don't have a penis. But I do love it. So, you know, <laughs> there's that. Um, but we want to talk about 
Fellas, get your shit together before you dig in her shit. Before we say not have your shit together, because I feel like a lot of people might want to fight us because of this. Well, let's talk about what we mean about not having your shit together. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I wrote a couple things down. I don't really do that, but you know, I did that today. So I said, okay, when a man needs to financially get his shit together, that's one aspect of getting your shit together before you try to jump into a relationship with a relaxed woman. Right. A second thing is getting your relationship status together before you jump into another relationship. Is there a bitch that calls your phone on a regular? Do you have a almost ex-wife, a crazy baby mama, or some shit that's complicated that we need to talk about? Because what's going on? Some situationships. Mm-hmm. How many hoes you got on your bitch? I need to know all of that. Okay, so that's another one. Last one is you need to work on your mental status to make sure that you are in a good space mentally before you bring that shit to somebody who ain't got all that shit going on. Right. So let's start with the financial shit. Neither one of us are women who needs a man to financially pay our bills. Right. However, we have said in the past, and I will say it again, don't come traipsing your ass up here becoming a new bill or you ain't never got no money to do nothing or you always tight on money uh, or you got to wait to payday. Uh, so I'm, I'm uncomfortable because... <laughs> We're older. We're not young. I mean, I feel young at heart, but my bank account is not young. So, I mean, what do you need to do? Do you need a part-time job or if you're going to date? But I don't want to hear about your financial woes. If I'm on a first date with you and you telling me how you try to get back on your feet financially, now I don't even want to get extra butter. Because I don't know if you can afford extra butter, so about your financial situation if I'm trying to pick yeah. it between the steak or the chicken. I re- you know what? That, that really is a turn on for me. I mean, turn, turn off. I was going to say, what? <laughs> that really is a turn on for me. Like, if we're just talking and you're discussing oh, you know, my lighthouse. I run a whole entire house. Come on now. And I just, it makes my pussy dry. Like, I don't want to talk about your fucking bills. I mean, honestly, I feel like when you first start dating somebody, we need to be in a goddamn bubble for a while. Right. So I don't need to know how bad your financial situation is at least six months Okay. I mean, what I mean by that is if you're not in a financial space to where taking a person out to dinner or to the movies Mm -hmm. will hurt you, if you're in a space that you can do that comfortably, don't ask nobody out. Right. Because we're not about to Netflix and chill. I don't know you. (laughs) The fuck you coming to my house for? (laughs) Are you trying to get some some booty? (laughs) On the strength that you kill? (laughs) With your broke ass? You ain't even bringing over no wine. <laughs> Come on now, brother. Come on, you're doing too much. <sighs> but or you know, and, I, and I think a lot of me. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you about this. Okay, this dude slid into my DMs, right? Oh, God. And I hate DMs um, you know what? Um, Ninety five South says like lately that I'm I've been thirst trapping. So uh, <laughs> what does that mean? On Instagram, like I just post pictures. And oh yeah, you've been I doing a lot. Too. You've been doing a lot, but I like it though. I, I like. it. You look good. You look good. Um, keto. So anyway, so this dude that I've been following for a long time, he has never approached me. Just okay. like some of my pictures and just goes on his life. But he always posts some old good shit on his Instagram. You know, some old good shit like his mood shit, flipping bitch over, eating her, and that all all kind of good shit, right? Oh, okay. It gets my attention. 
But, <laughs> but I Okay. Well, you know, I just never, this, this moved on. You know, I'm just moving on. With him. Right. And it's been like a year now. So I guess he liked something that I said this week. Um, that is, you know, I posted a SpongeBob meme about, um, you have to tell, you have to let your hoes go because it's getting serious. Yeah. And SpongeBob is saying, no, I can't play with you anymore. So. Oh yeah, I did see that. So I posted that, and so he slid in my DMs. He was like, "So it's too late now." I said, "Excuse me, sir. What is that? What's that? Is that the first thing you saying to me? It's too late now. Uh, you must got a you got a man now. First of all, sir, I said it seems like I didn't answer no question. I said it seems like you have a lot of attention from what I can see on your page. Yeah. What What do you need my attention for? Try so." He didn't reply. And of course. Then he's gonna post some shit like I guess, I don't know, maybe it's directed to me, maybe I'm just saying my feelings. He was like, well, why do women always want something from you? Bitch, all I did was ask you, what is what are you gonna do with my attention? I ain't asked you to pay a damn bill. I ain't asked you doing that. I just asked you what what do you need my attention for, sir? You know, it makes me wonder because when the first thing you say when you want somebody to be financially together is motherfuckers always want you pay. First of all, I never said I need you to take care of none of the bills up for here. All the bills at this good house is taken care of, boo boo. I don't need you to pay on one of them. Right. Okay. I went got me a little part time job just so I could play extra hard. So I've never asked anybody to pay a bill up in here. But it's it's like a sudden it's I don't know. I but don't that's know. insecurity. I that's guess insecurity. I already got these forty dollar hoes that just want forty dollars for their pussy. That get forty dollars for some pussy. Wait, hold on, wait. I don't even understand why because wait, I'm so even, confused. Like, wait. Nowadays it's like a gas tank and a blunt. Like what the fuck? Like what you gonna do with Wait, but wait, so if they give you Forty dollars, you fuck them. I guess. That's just oh, these some low count hoes. Okay. See, so here's my problem. Here's here's how I'm positive in these scenarios. So what you're telling me is when I say you need to have yourself financially free, when a man is 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 in his feelings, he think that means I need to dig in your pocket. No. Okay. So let me clarify this. I am not a gold digger. Rebecca Sky is not a gold digger. When we say get your shit financially together, first of all, just on the front, on the strength of I care about financial literacy of people in the black community. Because you know I love black men. Um <laughs> hashtag biracial but love the black men. Um my issue is then becomes this. You are so insecure about what you have lacking that you can't even when somebody expects you to pay for that I'm sorry you asked for my time I ain't sliding your goddamn DMs I didn't say let's go hit up a movie I didn't say you want to go ice skating your monkey ass said that you wanted time with me so if you want time with me I can pay for my shit over here but if I'm gonna go Dutch why I'm gonna go with you <laughs> I said the house I'll go with my homegirl you see what I'm saying now I'm not talking about when we done got a relationship and we back and forth and I pay you pay this this is I'm not talking about any of those things I'm talking about you've asked for my time and you know that $50 dinner is hurting you I went to culinary school I like food I like good food mm-hmm. now I can throw down in the kitchen but you gonna have to get to a certain level in life before you get this a good cooking 
Okay, you gonna have to buy a meal. Motherfucker gonna have to buy a meal. But again, that shouldn't even be a real life thing. If you a grown ass man, when I say get your shit financially together is you shouldn't try to court a woman. Let me go old school. You shouldn't try to court a woman. Take time of hers up. If you ain't got enough money to buy her a lunch. Right. Take her to a coffee. Right. But I, I you said it before in the po- podcast. It's just selfish men sometimes. Mm. Because they want to occupy your time, but they don't want to make it worthwhile. And it's not yeah. about being, again, it's not about being a gold digger. It's about. We ain't even on that. It's about you want to spend time with me and we're not kids. So we're not going to sit around Netflix and chill. We're not, we're going to do experience. I'm, you know, we're almost 40. I want experience at this point. Right. And, 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 and that's the thing. And I don't always want to go to dinner either. Right. Because, bitch, I'm working on something. Okay. I've been on the Weight Watchers killing it. You've been on keto doing your thing. I don't always want to eat. Why can't we go to four wheeling? Right. Okay. That costs about $150, though. Right. So maybe you ain't ready. So what I'm saying is keep that ass at home and don't bother people. Stop sliding in DMs. Right. Stop. First of all, okay. I didn't even know people did this, but people have been sliding in my DMs for the past month. And I was just like, what the fuck? Uh, oh, you still beautiful. What the fuck? Because you remember I told you, don't nobody ever get in my DMs. Well, I didn't know they was getting in my DMs. I thought it was just people I went to high school with. Just saying, hey, yeah, I wouldn't. I was wrong. <laughs> um, I, maybe I'm slow. I think I'm a little slow. Nothing against my, my slow people, but I, I, I wasn't ready. But it but baffles my mind that you at 40 years old don't expect to spend time with a nice girl. I'm a nice girl. <laughs> Take me somewhere. We enjoy each other's time and move on. Okay, I'm not in the date game. You know, me and my boo got a real balanced thing going on over here. He give, I give. You take, I take. It's a back and forth. So I ain't talking about me, but I'm talking about in general. Don't present yourself as a man ready to date nobody. Right. When you got to rob Peter to pay Paul on the light bill and the gas bill. I might cuss at you. Like, if you come telling me about your low-ass credit score, I might judge the shit out of you and be like, ooh, you got a what? Ooh, shit. Did you just rub your shoulder and dust him off? I did. I didn't mean to. I didn't, I didn't mean to. But, but, but you see what I'm saying? Right. And that's part of getting your shit together. Because maybe you are a dude that all you want to do is fuck people and go on about your business. And I respect that. If you're a dude that just want to hit it and quit it, great. But hopefully, the girl at least wants some dinner for a hit it or quit it. <laughs> to set up a booty call? These hoes really giving out booty for free? $40. Forty dollars don't mean fill up my little book. That's <laughs> You know how easily forty dollars just go? I'm baffled. You didn't see that meme that going around that says next year is for the hoes because twenty and twenty make forty. <laughs> Wait, I was I was drinking my wine. I wasn't ready. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Next year's the whole year. Yes, $40, girl. But <laughs> women like us don't need $40. See, but the thing about it is, I, when you start talking about your bills, and I don't even want that. I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. Then I start thinking to myself, well, maybe you really can't afford to go out. So I then don't you know. want it, you don't want dessert. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, you can't afford it. You can't afford it, bro. I don't want to think about y'all for 
financial situation because conversation comes up. I used to work with this dude. No lie. Every day at lunch, me and my homegirl used to look at him like, yeah, he calls his cheek talk. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, we get paid next week. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get me a date next week. We used to be like, for real? You got four kids, I ain't divorced around here being real weird and you can't you can't take a bitch out but on the fifteenth and the thirtieth and a bitch better not get too rowdy. You go to the Mexican spot and get a little margarita. <laughs> But I can't, I ain't judging nobody, but I, I feel like that's ridiculous. Well, so it all boils down to financially, we're not saying you should be a king or you should be, you know, the prince or whatever the case may be. Or you but, shouldn't be a, a cake daddy either. Right. Paying all the money for everybody. Like, I believe if you're trying to find a nice girl and you go on several dates, take girls to the coffee shop. Right. $7, you get rid of them, you know, get your little stone, get your little caramel macchiato. We chit chat, you ain't about shit. All right, we out. Seven dollars. Seven dollars and we out. Right. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with you doing that. I used to tell my brother to do that. So I'm taking these hoes to Ruth Chris. This bitch can't. Okay. I heard this rapper say. Stop asking for shit for on your Christmas list that you can't afford. I'm not mad at that. Right. People was mad as hell at him. No, 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 no. I'm okay with that. Because why the fuck you got the finer taste in life with his money? Mm-hmm. But y'all ass eat on the dollar menu at, at McDonald's. They still got that. I don't know. I don't eat that. But <laughs> you can't even afford Chick-fil-A on your shit. But when you go out with him because you fine, mm-hmm. I'm fine so I could just get whatever I want. The IG models. Girl, you know I can't stand them. Um... <laughs> But you know, you you can't afford shit on your own, but you you won't fend it. I don't know what's popular. Pretty, I don't know what the fuck. I'm so old. But you asking for all this shit and you want Gucci and Lucci and Bamucci and all of this shit. And your ass ain't got a damn dime for real. You don't sit your ass down. I'm not talking about those type of I'm talking about a nice woman. That brings some goodness to the table because people want to tell you how so many men to women in that land. I don't give a shit about none of that. Quality to quality, I think we about what and what. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, if you can't financially, and I'm just talking about take people to the to the movies. The movies cost twelve dollars a person. Don't be in there talking about we got to go to the five dollar movie. <laughs> The fuck, nigga? What you mean we gotta go to the five dollar? I would go to the five dollar movie, but if you wanna take me out to the movies, no, we finna go to studio, you know, Studio Grill. We finna go to a movie theater where we can order. Try not go to the movie theaters. What that mean? What's Studio Grill? That's got some food and some drinks. You order oh, food. Oh shit. <laughs> they out. <laughs> These brothers like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? Shit. No, but again, if Studio Grill make you nervous, don't take her out. Right. If you eating a salad because she got the steak, you can't afford that. So stop. But again, you need to financially get yourself together for you so that you present the best package forward. But also, who like to be broke? Right. Like I said, I got me a little part-time job so that I can go to Europe for a month. Not so that I can just make ends meet. Oh, I'm Gucci on that salary, but I do that so that I can have a lot of fun. Right. When I go somewhere and I'm doing a once-in-a-lifetime type of situation. You need to see what a balance is for you. You know, and I understand some men. I, I think it's so, it's hard nowadays when you take it, when you're dating, because you got to come out of pocket a lot. I 
don't know how men afford to date. I really don't. Like multiple people. How do you oh, afford being a player got to be stupid? Like, I don't That's get it. Unless uh, unless you really just fucking are you really just Netflix and shit. Like, I don't know how you balance that. And I think that's what it is. I, I mean, I got to ask the question. And maybe I'm just out here because I've been off the mark before. Is the dick just really that good? Did you just at the house fucking people? Did you can just like flop that dick on everybody? Just blah, 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 blah. Is your dick really a one like that? Because for the most part, some of these dudes be swearing they got the package and it be some bull shit. But yeah. again, I ain't been out there in the world a lot. So maybe I'm just, yeah. I don't know. Well, you know me. I had know, that good same dick. Little dick for PSD. Her. Well, you know you can slay this shit. Bitch, you can't feel a condom. Okay. It's okay. We're going to take a minute. I felt that. We're going to take a minute. I felt that. Because we've talked about the little dick PTSD. Triggered. And she's triggered again. It's okay. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. We're talking about their finances right now, not their little dicks. But the thing about that, he could finance some shit. He could take me anywhere I wanted to go. It wasn't worth it. Oh, shit. It wasn't worth it. Damn. Maybe if he didn't go like, babe, I can put it down. What if he would have came to you and be like, man, listen. I ain't got a lot I'm working with. <laughs> but I like you. <laughs> what, how would you have taken that? I would not have talked to him anymore. Really? And he would have been like, yeah, girl, I'm going to put it. <laughs> can't even say it. Yeah, girl, I'm going to put it on you. And then he came with this, wink, wink. <laughs> this little <laughs> pinky, wink, wink. You was, he was like stabbing. Like, where is it? <laughs> I don't Are you in? I can't Are feel it. Are you in? I can't feel it. Oh, I feel it. Why don't you just put your, your tongue back in there? That's got to feel better. <laughs> Sorry, that's got to do better. It's just got to be, just eat it out. <laughs> eat all of it. <laughs> Because this little thing is whoop, whoop. I can't feel any of it. I'm sorry. That was too much. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Okay. So anyway, but again, I have to ask: Is the dick really? I mean, these people who is like slinging dick all over Atlanta. Like, is the dick really worth it? How are you? These bitches fighting over this. Dick. I don't get why. Maybe it is. Maybe, I don't know. What I fight? I, 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 I don't think I'm fighting over dick. First of all, I, I would. I wouldn't fight. Over in, cause I'm grown now. Mm-hmm. But I still have a bitch try me behind mine. Bitch, I might box your nine just real quick. And then I'm gonna be like fucking in his face. But I'm gonna box your eye because mine been real good to me. And we in a great space mentally. And I trust him wholeheartedly. So if a bitch was like, yeah, I fuck your man, I'd be like, when, bitch? When? When you fuck them? Nope, ain't a schedule. He be here, here, and here. Like, I think I would be at that point in my life because I trust him wholeheartedly, which I can't say I've always done it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Right? So I, I don't know. I don't know if there's a there's a dick out there that I'm I'm not gonna fight. Like I saw the little um thing on Instagram and the girl was like, cause I'm ready to go to one for this dick. Like maybe it's just for late last games and last Instagram. Well maybe I get active. active. I get active. Yeah, she get active. Like I just think it was for games, but I think it's dude girls, it's girls out here that be fighting over it ain't they man. Right. But maybe they dig that good, but maybe they just don't know how to throw it back at them or something because it's got to be some regular mo dick out there. Girl, I, I think it's some, I think it's a regular. I, I don't know. I don't fight over dick, so I would. Yeah, no, that's not away. my thing. That's, that's, that's just what you I, got it, sis. And I'll be in there like that. I don't even say that, sis. You got it. You got it. <laughs> now I'm gonna fight over my respect, but I ain't fought since uh, uh, what was that eighth grade. So I don't. I'm not really about to be fighting. That, that brings us to the next topic when getting your shit together. Oh, that's good. Making sure. 
your last relationship or ships our ships are done with before you hop into a new one yeah I um I, I think I was very candid about this early on in the podcast when I was uh messing with a dude after pretty much after I got separated jack of all trades I got separated and I was in the process of getting a divorce he said he was in the process of getting a divorce and it all became a big lie and I was just like what the fuck like I was really thrown off because I'm not that girl right you ain't about to put me in harm's way because bitches do be out here trying to fight and, right. and shoot people right. and sir I'm sorry there's not a dick alive that I'm willing to commit you know get my life up like I'm not even that person so get your shit together and move the fuck on like if you a person that you know like you meet a nice girl and you know she's a nice woman about her business and you know you ain't about shit leave her the fuck alone if you know you got a crazy baby mama that won't let go you know your ex-girlfriend but you broke up but she ain't broke up don't bring that nice new woman into this because now she got to deal with this shit and then she fuck around really start liking your ass and then you like nah baby it's you it's you but you like you can't even control this this crazy bitch right you know what it makes me think about this too is that even when it's not it doesn't have to be a crazy bitch it could be literally like Jack of all trades was and you were you were in the process of getting a divorce right yeah you're in the process of getting a divorce so we all know it takes some it takes some, it does it takes some time mm-hmm. and it takes some paperwork so if you're not starting this shit if you're just still lingering for no goddamn reason that's the issue or even like, if it's an opportunity to wear because really until you sign the paperwork y'all still married legally y'all are still, legally still married and at any time you can go yep that's off the table so I guess because I was so full steam ahead and move on with my life and that's not everybody's existence. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what I mean? So I learned the hard way. But again, I'm going to piece your ass out like you never fucking existed. Like, he ended up trying to call me up there and I'm like, what the fuck you calling me for? You got a whole wife. Um... <laughs> You got a whole wife. And I'm I'm nobody's like he couldn't even make me a side chick because that ain't even who I am. Like, I know you ain't about shit, and so I done moved and I literally moved the fuck on with my life. I ended up getting in a much I got into a healthy relationship out of nowhere. And I was just like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm so glad I was in that space because I was just like, I got to the point after I got separated. I was done with bullshit. Like, you ain't no lie you can tell me I ain't hurt. Right. There ain't no bullshit you can run me that I don't care. And I'm perfectly happy and content being my motherfucking self. So, what people don't know about this is, my homeboy Shakespeare calls it divorce confidence. When I walk the fuck away from a life commitment that it wasn't my suggestion, but I'm so glad I'm out of it, if I can walk away from that monkey-ass fool... I can move on with my life. Mm-hmm. And so what people don't understand, my sister says it all the time. She's like, shit, ain't nothing I can't walk away from in five seconds besides these kids. Right. <laughs> and, and I mean, you have to get to that level of savantry. Like, now I'm in a relationship, like, I love my boyfriend with all my heart. And like, I just literally be like, oh my God. Like, I feel like I'm more emotionally connected to him 
than I was somebody else's. I get it. You get it. Because when somebody feeds your, your soul and your spirit in a good, positive way, there is an attachment that's there that you don't just rip away from. And when somebody is doing everything in their damn just to be good to you, you don't just walk away from that. But if somebody didn't shit it on you for years, man, that shit was the easiest thing. Like, oh, we good? We good? All right, go. You be good. You be good. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me. That's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? That's how I felt. But it's crazy to me that people don't know how to solidify and end to a relationship. That's what we talking about. Being a fucking adult and going, excuse me, ma'am. I don't want to mess with you anymore. Now, don't bother me. Now, if we got kids, we're going to be about these kids. But if we don't have kids, what the fuck y'all chit-chatting about? What we'll be on the phone Because her feelings hurt? Fuck her. If you care that much about your ex's feelings, you need to be with your ex. Exactly. You know what? And that, mm-hmm. that, that reminds... And see, the thing about it is... Sometimes I think you don't really care about their feelings per se. You care about how you look in their eyes. And who cares? You don't want to look like a bad person. And you know what? I think I feel like a bitch sometimes. I think, well, maybe this is my years of, you know, going through the emotions and dealing with my fuck fuck face. You know? Mm-hmm. I got to a point where I don't give a shit. Like, I don't give a fuck how you see me. I don't give a fuck how you view me. I don't give a fuck if you even like me. Like, I don't give a fuck because nothing you're doing is paying my goddamn bills. You're not... Yeah helping me and the other aspect of that is I used to really care how people perceive me like that was a time in my life that me and my ex would have my ex-husband would have gotten a divorce and I still would have been trying to make sure that the people around him didn't see ill will of me mm-hmm. when I tell you I don't give I never gave one thought not a shatter not a little chit chat about what y'all think about me you know what I said one day I said the truth gonna come out they shit I gotta do for the truth not to come out one thing I know I was I was a good goddamn wife to you anybody who was around me saw me being what a good goddamn wife to you what stories you gonna tell about me I ain't wear heels that's the one thing that nigga said you don't wear heels okay but I go to work full time job and I and I made you $250,000 within the three year period we was together oh and I helped you build a business oh and I would cook and clean when I come home because your lazy ass was too busy sitting on the couch on the computer you feel it right there bro (laughs) right there right there because at the end of the day I thought about this shit one day. It's like, I always say this one thing. When you, I try not to ever look back at that situation as far as like, I want to know what's going on with his life because anytime you think somebody's winning, it's not a fucking competition. Right. If he winning in life, he happy. I'm happy for him because you know what I did? When I walked away, I took a right turn that it doesn't matter where this path goes anymore because I'm over here. This path could go to prosperity. This path can go to another wife. This path to go to kids that path, it really doesn't fucking matter what happens on this path because I took this turn and what happens to me is gonna happen on this path it's never gonna be at looking at your path because what happens is and I know this specifically from being from somebody who puts a lot of their business on the internet I know the truth is what people gotta live on an everyday basis I don't put my shit on the internet. You know why? Because it ain't y'all goddamn business. What the fuck I'm doing over here? I'm going to put my little cute smiling pictures up there. And it's a day you be wondering if I got a man. Do she got a man? Do she got a man? Do she got a man? Not your goddamn business. Because at the end of the day, if I'm happy, I'm going to exude happiness in my real life. But people get caught up. But I say all this to say this. 
I could blow that motherfucker's life up. You know how easily all the receipts I got from this fool that I could blow up his motherfucking life? It ain't even worth it. You know why? Because unlike some of these men who jump from one relationship to another, it's not even worth it for me. I, I bid you farewell in your life. I left that relationship alone. So if a man doesn't have enough sense to leave a relationship completely gone, like we're going to break up this path mm-hmm. before he starts with you, since he ain't really cared about you. Do you think that's really the case, though? Uh, sometimes I can sit there and say, like, kids, some, yeah, kids, kids are different. Kids, kids are different. Kids are, to it. kids are transitionary, period. That woman is never going away. It just is what it is, unless she dies. There's, she's not going away. I don't want her to die. That's sad. No, no, no. I don't want nobody to die. But that's the only way she's ever going to be completely out of your life. Other than that, she's going to be there. So you have to decide as a grown, independent woman, are you okay with this other woman who he has, has had sex with, consummated a life with... Bitch, you over here, you you jelly of her? Well, maybe it's the way he talks to her. So let's let's death dig into that. Is he on the phone with her talking, shoo-shooing with her and making sure do her feelings matter more than yours? Is he making sure she okay and you not okay? See, if that fucking happens, it's an issue. What I'm saying is that's why you have to look at the relationships that they have. If you are not have kids together, ain't shit. That's, yeah. that's in the past. But if you've had kids together, then you need to see how that interaction is. And if it bothers you, you should say it. If he over here shoo-shooing with her and they talking about life and they see, kicking I it. See, I, I couldn't deal with that only because of my situation and my marriage. You know, we don't have to talk about shit anymore. You know, and I think our relationships should be like that. But that's why are we not talking? Why are we talking? Some people have mastered co-parenting and I respect that. But it needs to get to a point I feel like the relationship part of that situation is over and the only conversation you should have are about the children that you share with one another. That's it. As long as it's in a respectful place, I don't think that's an issue. I mean, I get it. And I think it, it should it should be that way. And but sometimes sometimes men may deal with a woman who they're finished with, but the woman's not really finished with them. Yes. And so, and there's really nothing. Men are so and they see stuff so backwards. They, 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 they don't, don't even shit. see the manipulation of a chick or them trying to fuck over their life. They don't see none of that. They just be like, what? And so you have to deal, figure out what you can deal with with the interaction of his ex. That's that's a situation. Is he done in his mind? And he treat her like he done, but she still be trying to call him all the time about shit. I mean, he got to deal with that. And if you say, that bothered me, and then he don't correct it, then he's choosing that situation. Right. And so that's an honest conversation. The conversation has to be in place of what I'm comfortable with, what I'm accepting, what's okay with me. Because it's some women that got baby daddies or ex-husbands that they have a totally different relationship than their boyfriend have with their baby mama. You see what I'm saying? You can always tell. So your relationship with your 
old significant other, your ex-husband, may not be in a relationship with a new man and his ex-wife or his baby mama. They might be different. And just because it's different doesn't mean he's doing anything wrong. Right. I'm talking about, do she still call you to come and fuck her? <laughs> but is she calling you like, hey, babe, what's good? Blah, blah, blah. You done with that? Because, yeah. because if, if, that's the, if that's the issue, that's that's, my, if that's baby. any issue, no grown ass woman going to deal with that point, by period. No grown woman's going to deal with a, a man who still has a woman that attached their dick. They, and nobody going to do it. No grown ass woman, unless that grown ass woman has some issues and self esteem problems. Nobody is, there's not enough dick in, man, that's, that's no man, there's no magic dick in this world that make my pussy act that way for to be competing over a dick that you already had. We both had that dick, sis. You win. You got it. I'm not going to But what if she wanted the dick, but he ain't trying to give her the dick? The problem is if she still feel comfortable talking to him about that shit, that's about an issue. Dick? About the dick. If she feels comfortable Ooh, coming to good. him, that's, that's an good. issue for me. Like, she should feel uncomfortable coming like to you any kind of way besides like about those kids. I like and, it. you know, and there's some good men out there who don't see that shit, who don't see the manipulation, like you said, who don't see that this woman is still trying to control your every moment, your movement, and she's dictating what you should do, especially when it comes to your kids. Because mm-hmm. the kids are the man's heart. There are some good damn men out here, some good damn daddies that will do anything for their goddamn kids. And I get that. Keep being that strong daddy. Keep being that, that daddy in their life. But you have to understand that your life is your life too. That means you gotta have a life outside your kids at this point. Because maybe y'all were together, maybe y'all were married, maybe y'all wasn't, and y'all focus was on those kids. Yeah. That's what the driving force was. At this point, you need to separate yourself from my kids, yeah. me and my kids' life, and my life. I gotta start doing shit for myself to make me happy. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think if a if a man doesn't separate himself from that, it's gonna be an issue constantly. Because he's gonna go for whatever's in the best interest of the kids that he thinks. No, no, boo-boo. Because the kids get older. The kids wants needs change with time. And the kids get to go have their own goddamn life. I had a friend who told me one time, I was like, you know, it just seemed like it would be easier if you was with your baby mom. And he was like, oh, it would be easier, but I would get to the point because I don't want to be with her that I would then become a bad dad. I would be a bad partner because I would be so focused on being outside of that because it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. And I got to do what's best for me so that I can be the best possible dad. That's an adult situation. That's not everybody's perspective. But what I'm saying is moving forward, but you got to make a decision before you jump into a real woman life. Man, don't bring that bullshit to her, man. Right. You know you got a goddamn crazy ass baby mama. Bring that. Leave that shit over there. If I'm, even if she's not crazy as baby mama, that's because it's you're connected to her through those kids. So I think some men's mentality is I'm still gonna be around my kids and do for my kids. So if she says she wants, she needs something, I'm gonna bust my ass to go do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna counsel my plans. I'm gonna do whatever because oh now she gotta go to a, a office party. Or she can't find somebody to watch the kids. But we have plans. So why are you stopping our date because she gotta go to an office party? That's her time. You get what I'm saying at that point? Yeah, yeah. That's her time. I heard it. So girl. she needs to figure out how that shit gonna work. It has nothing to do with you. Because when it's your time, she ain't trying to reschedule her Exactly. Shit. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, there's some good dads who think that's okay because it's for my kids. That's not okay. Especially if you're in a relationship with somebody else. That is completely off the book. So then that makes... But I think there is a time. Now, I'm gonna say this. I think there might be some transitionary time that needs to 
happen so we establish what's okay and what's not okay. Because even when you single, you may be more willing to do shit than when you get a girlfriend or a lady partner in your life that you got to be like, oh shit, that was cool. And then that's when a ex-wife or a baby mama be like, well, it's always been cool. Well, it's not cool no more. Right. So just like you be popping off and doing your goddamn best about the head on up. It's your weekend. It's not mine. But that's but that, that brings up the scenario of make sure your situationships you got are straight before you enter into another one. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not okay to have a good ass woman by your side who's willing to do anything for you mm-hmm. and, and already probably compromising because if you have kids, it's already a compromise. They got to compromise their time. They got to compromise their money. Y'all stay together. You know, it's already a compromise. So it's not fair to that woman who's compromising her life mm-hmm. for you for you not to have your shit together. Yeah. You know, I, I just say, it, I mean, you could be going through a divorce. You could be, you know, that you could have. A, a baby mama, whatever the case may be, but something y'all need to have a discussion when shit gets in order that you know we're gonna do what's best for the kids, and that's it. Well, if you need something for the kids, okay, but when I say no, that's not a big issue. You need to understand my no means no. I may have other plans, I'm not gonna drop what I gotta do because for you, because because it's not about my kids at that point, right. it's about you, right? And my life is not about accommodating you anymore. No, right. I've moved on. So my focus is no longer on making your life easier. It's about making my kids' life easier. Mm-hmm. And then my life is more important than yours. My life, so that's a conversation you need to have. My life is more important than yours to me. Right. Really, your life means nothing. You the useless human. But whatever. <laughs> I think some men really think, okay, someone, I've been in situations where some men really think, oh, this woman's going to act this way for forever because this is how she always act. No, that's not how it always is. You don't have to accept it. No, no, no. I'm saying oh. they're thinking their baby mama or their ex-wife or their wife yeah. is going to continue to always act this way because that's how they've always been. They were always compromising. They always did this. You know, they always made sure I was straight or whatever. Let a man bring another woman into the picture. At that point in time, that person you thought was always going to be the same way is going to flip the script. Oh, hell yeah. Do you get what I'm saying oh, now? Hell yeah. And some men don't get that. They think, oh, but she's never act this way because you got new pussy. Right, and they may not even want you. Right, they don't want you. They just don't want you to move on with your life. They don't. They don't want. They want the convenience of you at all times. And once you get into a relationship, and they think they own you. When they ain't right, bitches really think when they have a baby by you, they own you forever, bitch. Let me let me explain that. Let me explain how my shit's set up. I will fucking fight you. Now that I fight, let me show you. Let me just show. Because I'm about to get all the way in my feelings and I'm going to leave that shit alone. But see, the thing about this, a man should understand that if you are going into a relationship with another woman and you have kids with somebody else, if your commitment and your, your, your future is with this new woman, you got to make sure that is straight before you make sure that other one is straight. Yeah. Always make sure your kids are straight, but fuck her feelings. I don't give a fuck. You know, I mean, y'all could have been straight. Y'all could be the best co-parents ever. Demi, Demi, you know, what's a Demi Moore and Bruce Willis type shit, but they want to all live in one big old house and just fuck everybody together. It could be straight. But what I'm saying is you shouldn't compromise your life anymore. 
to accommodate somebody else. I agree with you. Like I, I can't and be a good dad. Be a, but that doesn't because you're making her uncomfortable does not mean you you're not. No, dad. that just means you ain't a good boyfriend. Okay, and, and so you shouldn't be. And fuck her. Right. No, no, no chance should get the best of you. Not right. left over after this bitch didn't trust you and this didn't happen and this and this. It's a lot. But we've talked about dating with kids and we've talked about it from the perspective of somebody that has kids and somebody who doesn't. And you know it is what it is. I mean, I feel like every situation is different. Right. And I feel like every situation has to go go into it. But the main thing you have to do is be open and honest about what you need. We're going to talk about me talking to somebody about that. Um, okay. So last thing we said about getting your shit together before you dig in her shit is work on your mental status before you get emotionally attached. Well, let me just say this with my whole heart. I've recently started therapy. <laughs> Yeah. Because let's just be honest. Your girl needed to talk to somebody about some shit. Okay? And I found this lady. She like an auntie. I love her. I bet you do. She I is bet like, you do. She's like, no, honey. No, ma'am. And I just love her because she's just like an old black auntie. Um, but the thing about it is I had to talk to somebody because I be feeling crazy. Not crazy like kill somebody, but crazy like am and what I want are the things that I'm thinking is okay for me to want out of life. Are those things selfish or am I doing too much? You know, what is this? What is that? And one thing that she told me that really stuck out to me the first time we talked was either you're going to be a victim or you're going to be victorious. You can't be both at the same time. And I was like, oh, shit, they hit me in my spirit. <laughs> I was like, damn, like, because I think sometimes I come off very like, don't shit phase me. Mm-hmm. But I'm very much so shit phase me when I'm at my house by myself. And I think that is probably the wrong time when I can just tell people how I feel. And I think I got better with that, expressing the way that I feel and not just going along with what everybody else says because I never wanted to rock the boat. I say married to somebody who emotionally abused me because I didn't want to rock the boat. Okay. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I can't ever be in a situation in life to where I don't feel like well, I want to rock the boat. I, fuck the boat. I mean, it's okay. You like drive the boat at this point. Yeah. Because boats are meant to be rocked. Like, I mean, the water get rough sometimes. It's just, it's crazy to me that we go through these things that I hate being a person that wants to accommodate other people. Fuck them. It's not right. Like, why do I always feel like I got to be the one that's Oh, okay, move on. Um, why do I have to be the one that makes it easy for everybody else? Right. And it's just like you tend to get the short end of the damn stick in life when you always trying to accommodate. Um, when you always trying to accommodate everybody else. So you know what? No, this is what the hell I want. We are my Right, right. And I understand that. I think that uh, people who are people pleasers, you know, they they um they constantly want to please others, and they their feelings or they really care about what people think of them. And I've never been too much of a people pleaser. No, you've been a fuck you. <laughs> So I've learned recently, like, I want to be like you. <laughs> like, 95 South told me, like, everybody doesn't think like you. Some people just 
Some people care about feelings. I don't give a fuck about you. But you know what's funny about that? Maybe you'll listen to him because I literally have been saying the same thing for 27 years. <laughs> He's like, maybe you can try a different tactic. Yeah, maybe you can not say fuck you, bitch. Uh, when they don't do what you want them to do. But I, but I have... But my experience in life has given me this. Give me that fuck it, you it's mentality. What, it's what my sister always says. Uh, life has made you harder than you probably should want. Mm-hmm. Than you should probably be. Because I see, and I think until last year, you know last year I went through a transformation of fuck everyone. No, no. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> like I don't care about your feelings. I don't care about what you need me to do. This is what I'm going to do. Last year was the first year I didn't go to Thanksgiving dinner because I needed a minute. I didn't need to be around all of these folks and I just needed a minute, you know? And I was able to come into myself and what I learned this year is I'm really no nonsense about certain things. Like I'm very no nonsense about people fucking playing with people that I love. Like it's crazy to me. You can cuss me out and be rude to me and I, you probably won't get a reaction. Fuck with somebody that I love and you will get all this goddamn mama bear that I got in my spirit. I will fucking fight you. All my hands will be flailing. I'm going to cuss your ass out. Talk crazy to my mama. Talk crazy to my mama. I will fucking kill you. Okay, talk crazy to Rebecca Scott and see if this motherfucking crazy don't come out. Like two years ago, well, no, it was last year. She might have called me and said somebody got smart on Facebook. I was like, where that bitch at? We riding now. I don't know where that came from because I'm the nice one. She the one who's ready to ride out on people. But at that moment, I was ready to ride out. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think what happens is when you're the person that's the appeasing one, people keep trying you up. So you got to come off a little hardcore sometimes. So where I'm in life is I've calmed back down. I'm not as feisty as I was last year. But I, I feel like I'm getting to a place to where I ask for the things that I need. Good. And I expect to get... Because here's the I love everyone. But if what I'm asking for is too much, simply release me into the world. Right. My fuckers don't want to lose this. <laughs> you don't want to lose this. Come on now. Uh, it's, it's what I say all the time. I've said it before. When you have been good to, especially been good to a man, when you've been good to a man, when you're gone, in his quietness, the thought of you will haunt him. Mm-hmm. So I don't care who you with now. I know the thoughts you have, baby. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know what? And I understand that. I understand that. That's what got me through the first couple years of my mm-hmm. separation. Mm-hmm. I, fuck face, I've known you since we were fucking eight. I've known you since 1988, bitch. Mm-hmm. I know you. So you can pretend. And not this false ass you that you present right. to the world. Not, not this. I know you're crazy. Know you. I know you inside deep to your bones. Red bones, all that shit. All I know that. you. I like skin. I know so you. Can, you can move on. You can act happy. You can do whatever you want to do. But I know I could fuck you up. Because I know you. If I expose the real you, that's the thing. Like I got the motherfucking A bomb. But I don't I don't know here 
Shima yes, okay? I don't do it. Because you know why? I don't need to. Right. Don't be, don't, don't push me. Ugh. I think Tupac said it best. I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Okay? I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Right. Okay, don't push me to the edge now, because if you push me to the edge, all your friends are dead. I'm not the one. This is I'm not. I, but again, I'm trying to be a better me. So leave me alone. Just leave me out your life. Don't even bring me up. Don't ever say I don't exist. Like I treat you like you don't exist. There's nothing we need to talk about. Yes, I was married at one time. Tell me about it. There ain't no need. <laughs> Why? Why do I need to? Let's move. Through. Let's move forward. But anyway, let's go back to mental health. But yeah, so mental. Oh, you want to know what? I had a, a conversation with Ninety Five South today, and I, he got me to say some shit that I never thought of until I actually said it. Because you know, I'm I'm so good with my words sometimes. So. He was like, I was getting smart with him or whatever, kissing because you know me. Mm-hmm. He was like, you a strong black woman. I said, you know what? No, I'm not. I'm a black woman. I'm not a strong black woman because that's like you comparing me to somebody else. Who am I? Who? I'm strong against who? Their weakness is my, it was supposed to be my strength. I don't know that we don't do that. Because most of the time when you say I'm a strong black woman, that's somebody comparing you to another woman. We are not in the same category. No, let me tell you what strong black woman mean to me. Oh, you can take a lot of shit. That's when somebody like, oh, you're a strong black woman. But they're comparing you against somebody else who could. Right. You so right. I'm not a strong black woman. I'm a black woman. I'm doing what black women do. We persevere through some shit. Survive, strive, do everything that we have to do. But that doesn't mean I'm strong because somebody else can do 10 times more than I could ever do. That doesn't yeah. mean I'm weak either because they can do it. Correct. You know, so don't compare me. We it's adapt a- to our environment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we take on so much that that shit do start to break you down. That's why I said... I feel like a lot of times in black in the black community, we look at therapy like it's goddamn, oh, we don't talk about no no no. Let me tell you something. You know how freeing it is to talk to a motherfucker that don't know you, right? And don't know your mama and don't know this person and don't know that. And they just listen to the shit. <laughs> and they be like, mm, that sounds crazy. And you be like, Tony, Tony, great, man. I'm not taking this shit. But you see what I'm saying, though? You, but until some outside random entity knows nothing about you, some of the shit you tell them, you be like, God damn. I told you, that's why I told you to do therapy a long time ago. Therapy helped me through my divorce. Yeah. That is the only way. I could have I been in fucking Peach Free in the Looney Bin somewhere. If I didn't have a, my psychiatrist talking to and just doing basically word vomit, I'm yeah. just telling like emotion vomit. I'm, I'm just, this is all my shit. I'm going to pack as much as I can in this hour we got. Yes, honey. I'm coming back next week with some more shit, but right now, hey, this is what I can't I need to unpack this shit right now. So, therapy has helped so much and I really wish the black community would embrace it yeah, you know do. and you know that's my degree my first degree psychology uh-huh. I love how the mind works I love it I love it I like that's it. probably why you've always been so open to it mm-hmm. because you have a degree in it you understand Really? Are we not podcasting right now? I said that you got a degree, you understand. But My goddamn sentence was done. That's, <laughs> you got a degree, you understand. Shit, I was done. My bad, I should have kept going. You got a degree, <laughs> you understand. You should just keep telling these people to do no, it. No, but I, I really but, feel yeah. like like people, the black, I think the black community first started this whole mental health thing and this, you know, we keep it all in the family. We don't tell family secrets and shit like that. Yeah. Because First of all, because they couldn't afford a therapist. Yeah. Second of all, because the therapists were normally white. 
Mm-hmm. And they didn't understand nothing about the culture. Nope. Nothing about how we nope. were brought up. They didn't understand none of that shit. Nothing. So, of course, that therapist wasn't going to relate to you. Nope. But there are so many therapy therapists now who are black and understand everything. My psychiatrist is Indian, but my therapist is black. My therapist, who I love, understood every fucking thing. Understood my culture. Understood, you know, oh, you know, this is the reason why, you know, you feel this way about your mama. Mama shouldn't do this right here. You know, mamas are a big patriarch. Um, uh, matriarch in the family. You know, they supposed to protect everybody. Your yeah. mama didn't protect you. So I understand what you're feeling right about now. So it's it's like she got you. She got me. And I really wish more black people in the community would understand. Find someone who will get you. Yeah, you know, don't try to go to your, don't try to go to your, bring your issues to an old white man and you're a black woman. Of course therapy didn't work. He don't fucking understand you. He'll never understand, He'll never understand, understand you. you. And I think that's why I was... I felt so open with this lady and I felt so like, okay, these are, you know, like last week, what I talked about was completely different than what I talked about this week because I I think my first thought was, what the hell am I going to talk about for an hour? Then I was like, well, damn, that that went fast. It goes fast. Clearly, I had a lot of shit on my heart. And I didn't even realize how much shit I had on my heart, ma'am. Uh, thank you for listening. She's like, same time next week? Yes, ma'am. Like TV. Um, and this was a thing that really helped me. Uh, Shakespeare is a real big proponent of... Uh, uh, Shakespeare is a real big proponent of therapy as well and um, he told me like about the free sessions and then you told me about the free sessions most people don't know this that you get free five sessions with a therapist so that you can do your job yeah under most insurance plans yeah. mental health and they don't even tap into your insurance right it's something completely separate because they know people are dealing with shit and it was crazy because I've been thinking about it thinking about it thinking about it and then I saw this car in my mailbox at my job and it said are you feeling overwhelmed and I was like yes I am. Yes, I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> Please help me. What am I going to do? And so when when I initially talked to the lady and I was just like, you know, this kind of things are piling up. And then this lady called me and I swear, I was like, you know, right place, right time. Everything kind of came together. And the lady just was a good listener and was like, mm, I don't know about that, baby. Like the way she talked to me was so dope that I was like, okay, I can do this. And so to me, it's definitely like I even do tele uh, teletherapy. So I talk on the phone with the lady. And my sister does the same thing. Which is so freaking dope because it's like I'm talking to I don't know what this lady look like. So if that if even if that aspect of you being in front of somebody and you don't know if you could talk to them, talk to them over the phone, bro, because it really does. It takes away all of those stigmas of laying on the couch and going, whoa, doctor, this is what I'm thinking. Like, I don't do that. Right. But it it has been so helpful to just have those conversations. Like I said, somebody who doesn't have a dog in the fight. I mean, I, I love therapy. I love therapy because it's like... A person, a good person with a good heart can only take so much. Mm-hmm. And when you start compacting all that shit into you, you're going to explode eventually or your body's going to shut down one or the other. Yeah, and you got to, you got to relieve that some, somehow, some way. Mm-hmm. And 
talking as a third party who has no dog in the fight mm-hmm. is such a wonderful release. And yeah. it's not, and then people might think, you know, my parents are going to sit there and look at me funny. Or my you know, people is. So what? It's for you. You ain't even got to tell nobody you're doing therapy. Like my mom was very supportive and she was like, baby, I think that's a great idea. I think, you know, that's awesome. I think you should definitely do that for yourself. I think that's wonderful. And she has just been very supportive of it. And, you know, she don't want to know no details or this or that. The one problem is people are like, oh, I have a great relationship with this parent or this friend or this or that. Your friends are always on your side. Mm-hmm. Most people don't have a friend like you. <laughs> Who would be like, bitch, you tripping? Because she'll say, bitch, you tripping. And I'd be like, okay, maybe I was out of line. Um, but I know at the end of the day, she's always on my side. So even if I'm talking about relationship shit, she's like inclined to be team me over somebody else. But a third party might be like, oh, why do you think that? Or have you expressed this? It's not like, this is what you should do. It's like, have you thought about what you're asking if that's too much? What's your compromise? This or that. And I was just like, it was some really good questions that I was like, hmm, didn't think about that. A good therapist only asks questions, don't give you advice. I'm yeah. just letting you know. Yeah. A good therapist don't offer advice. They just they, they they make you question yourself to the point where you where you're giving yourself advice. If you're in a therapist, if you're with a therapist and that therapist is telling you, well, you should do this, 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 and this, change therapist. Yeah. Change therapist. Because they yeah. should not offer advice like that. They should give you coping mechanism, coping skills. Yeah. You know, if you feel this way you should try this yeah but no one should ever tell you you need well, to do this you need to do this, this. Yeah. fuck that man leave that man do oh no, no 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 unless you're in an abusive relationship and even then they were like well are you sure you're safe what can i do to help yeah even that point they don't tell you to leave because it's hard you know you don't just tell somebody who's been in a relationship just to get up and fucking leave even if it's detrimental right because so, they're not gonna leave. I'm, I think most people see therapists as somebody telling me what to do. And they all, they a life don't. coach. Life coach tell you what to do. Uh, life I'm a life coach. coach. You are a life coach. Yeah. So they're not telling you what to do. They're asking questions too. And it's, it's just about, it's Who the hell tell you what to do? Your doctors, your actual internal medicine doctor, stop eating this bad shit and you'll have a heart attack. <laughs> that is, that's who tells you what to do. And your parents. <laughs> but, yeah. like, therapy is such a freaking experience and I really wish more people in the black community would do this. Yeah, because I, I was talking to 95 South and I, and to the point where it's like, black men need therapy. Bad. You know, and then the problem is they don't have a black man to talk to because not, not a lot of black men are therapists. Mm-hmm. But at least find a black woman. Somebody, you know, somebody to talk to because black men go through a fucking hell of a lot yeah. that we as black women would never understand. Yeah. Now we're there to support them because we know life is hard. Mm-hmm. We know you, you don't have a you know upper hand in, in anything you come to in life. So we're here to support. But I really wish more black men will understand will talk to people or talk to a community, even if it's like a ministry of men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To talk to them and just get out what your feelings are, your emotions are. Just get out what you feel because it's hard being a black man in this society today. Yeah, you know? I agree with that. So, so mental, so the three things we need y'all to get together before y'all dig off in this girl. And dig off in this girl means what? Digging her pussy? I mean, yeah, that too. <laughs> don't, be, don't be bringing your troubled dick to nobody. <laughs> Hashtag trouble, trouble dick. dick. Okay. We're gonna bring the hashtag back because think about hashtag trouble dick. Like you coming with your emotional shit, and I just wanted some dick, sir. I didn't want your your, your baby mama problems and your <laughs> bonus. Just keep that shit over there. Keep that 
trouble dick over there. That's gonna be my new shit. You got trouble dick, girl. Get rid of that trouble dick. Um, but no, okay. The three things we were saying before you dig in her, and it's just basically messing with her, or getting into her life is make sure you, you you financially got your shit together. And that doesn't mean you're perfect, you're rich, you're balling. That means you have a financial uh, plan. If you're not where you need to be, or, or you're not where you want to be, before you start asking people to go out. Second, make sure you get your relationship status from your previous situation together before you jump in a new one. Because why is it people want to do that? Don't bring me your old residue. I don't want residue of your old boo. Right. Don't want residue. Leave that bitch over there. Okay. And the last one is work on your mental health. Make sure that you're in a good, positive space mentally that you can move forward. Okay. That you are like, you know what? I'm in a good space. I'm great. We can move together with freshness. Every new relationship is going to have journeys, trials, not tribulations, but journeys. You know, we got to learn certain things about each other. And then you go, what's crazy? about it is we don't talk a lot about it is once you've been with somebody for a certain amount of time some new shit gonna pop up mm-hmm. and that's what happens because your relationship almost does this thing where it's, it shakes off the newness and it gets settled okay what the settle look like the settle might look different than being in a dick bubble like we talked about earlier okay listen I'm not talking I about you I need you to stop referring to me notice, notice, notice that she got real offended ladies and gentlemen <laughs> I didn't say anything about her in a dick bubble I just said a dick bubble. <sighs> Notice that a hit dog will holler if you talk about dick. Anyway, anyway, so back. So clearly we know that one doesn't have a small dick. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was so inappropriate, but I don't care. Um don't just know that she's not saying no small dick here. Ew. Okay, anyway, so mental health, financial situation, let the situation ship go. Period. All right, so you listen to, um, you just listened to the Grills and Hills podcast, and I'm just fucking so wind out. I don't know. Okay, so you just, so you just listened to the Grills and Hills podcast yeah. with your host, Tristan Lee and Rebecca Scott. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, all major, any kind of fucking podcast platforms, you're going to find us. That's where we're going to be at. All right? So catch us on our next episode.